Hi, I'm Heather Bruschetti at the Business Council of New York State. I'm the president and CEO, and now I am the host of this podcast called Connect, the Business Council podcast. The Connect podcast aims to bring you the most interesting interviews with business leaders and newsmakers from around the state. And now here's the host of Connect, Heather Bruschetti. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Connect podcast. I'm your host, Heather Bruschetti. I'm the president and CEO of the Business Council of New York State, which is the State Chamber of Commerce and Manufacturers Association. Uh, In light of the unprecedented times that we're living in, uh, we have two very important guests. First, we have our own HR guru, Frank Kerbin, who is the director for the Center for Human Resources here at the Business Council. And also joining us is Allison Dembeck, Executive Director of Congressional and Public Affairs at the United States Chamber of Commerce, AKA the US Chamber. Allison focuses on education, labor, and workforce development. So our discussion today revolves around paid family leave. Uh, Both the state and federal government have passed legislation relating to paid family leave, or paid family sick leave, I should clarify that. Um, Both federal and state bills are the result of the coronavirus and the fact that uh, we're dealing with really unprecedented measures being taken to prevent the the spread of this pandemic and also to deal with people who are um, contracting the coronavirus. Um, So uh, let's start with the state bill. Frank, uh, do you want to give us a breakdown of what the bill says? I I think this passed yesterday, Um, so if you could kind of give us a summary. What does it mean for employers? Sure, be glad to. Yep, the the bill passed yesterday. It's an emergency paid sick leave bill uh, limited specifically to the COVID-19 virus. Um, As I mentioned, effective immediately for for almost, and impacts all employers in New York State. Uh, It does a couple of things. It first requires a mandate on employers to provide some additional paid sick leave above and beyond what they offer now as part of their benefit package. And it dramatically changes the rules regarding our state's paid family leave law and our state's short-term disability law, all designed to try to get employers uh, to, all all designed to get employees 100% income protection if they are the subject of a quarantine or mandatory quarantine or isolation uh, as a result of having the virus or, or having a minor child with the virus. So, I mean, that, I just want to jump in and say that immediately raises sure. a question. So if I'm homesick with the flu, uh, does this, you know, not COVID-19, I test negative, does this, does this cover me as an employee? The bill is really limited, and it applies only to individuals who are subject to mandatory or precautionary isolation by a, a public health official, the New York State Department of Health, or more likely your county health department, um, and so that would mean either you are directly positive with COVID-19 or have been in direct proximity and contact with someone who has COVID-19, but you've been quarantined by a government agency and you're subject to their daily check-ins and, and their requirements. Once that happens, uh, that employee would be eligible for leave as outlined in this bill. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. You can go keep going. No, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, in general, it requires uh, additional paid leave, as I mentioned, the first step, um, and it's broken down by employer size. Employees with 10 or fewer uh, have to provide unpaid job-protected sick time for the duration of an employee's quarantine. Uh, no paid sick time is required there. 
Um, those employees, however, would be eligible to apply for this enhanced PFL and DBL benefit that I'm going to get to in a second. Employers from 11 to 99 have to provide five days of paid sick leave. Employers of 100 or more must provide up to 14 days of paid sick leave. Uh, public employers must provide 14 days of paid sick leave as well. Um, what's important to know is that benefits would not be available to employees who don't have symptoms or are not yet diagnosed with COVID-19. Um, and if they're able to work at home, physically able to work at home, even under quarantine, uh, they would not be eligible for these benefits. They would just be working at home. Um, what's important to know is that sick leave is provided without loss of an employee's accrued sick leave. So if you're an organization between 11 and 99 and you offer a generous paid time off or, or paid sick leave uh, program, you are still obligated to offer this five additional pays of, paid days of leave. And if an employee is quarantined, they're going to be using these state mandated five days uh, and instead of using their own personal bank of leave. Okay. For employers of less than 100, now that you've offered these additional sick time, once that time has expired, employees can apply for paid family leave. Uh, and again, this is a change from the law because currently you cannot use paid family leave for your own serious health condition. Um, and be eligible for the uh, benefit of paid family leave up to the maximum with the weekly maximum and currently is $840.70. Uh, in addition, you can apply for New York State short-term disability. Uh, typically, New York State short-term disability is limited to $170 a week. That's now been waived temporarily for this unique and limited circumstance. And you can now get a benefit up to $2,043.92. The net result here is between PFL and DBL, an employee is now eligible for 100% of their pay uh, up to those earning up to $150,000 per year. So the New York law really provides 100% income replacement for an individual who's been quarantined uh, as a result of an order of a public health official. Right, but let's, let's be clear. This is not people who can't go to work because for example, they work at a restaurant and so there's no work for them. They can't apply for uh, the disability leave or, or um, paid family leave to cover them, correct? Correct. This is strictly limited to those under mandatory quarantine. It doesn't cover the parent who has to stay home and, and provide child care as a result of a child's school being closed of the, of the virus. Uh, strictly limited to this. Now, the, the one caveat to that is you can use this PFL DBL benefit if your minor child has been diagnosed with COVID-19 and is under mandatory quarantine. Okay. Uh, so it's not, that they're it's not that they're just home because school's closed that a child has to be quarantined by a public health official. Okay. So it is, it is fairly limited. But if, if you're that restaurant employee and there's, there's no work, what do you do? Uh, the governor has waived the waiting period for unemployment insurance. Uh, if there's no work, claimants would be able to go and apply for, for unemployment insurance consistent with the current um, regulations and rules. The only difference is the seven-day waiting, waiting period has been waived. You'd be eligible for benefits from day one. Okay. And, and just I'll, I'll put in a little plug here. I saw this morning the Department of Labor is looking to hire people to help them process unemployment claims. I think because of this, they're getting kind of overwhelmed. So, right. and, and as Allison will elaborate further, uh, those, some employees in those situations we're describing will receive benefits under the federal law. Okay. So let's let's turn it over to Allison now and, and talk about the federal bill um, and and what 
businesses have to do to comply and is there you know is there alignment is this going to be really complex for business and, and well just let's let's just let let, let you have that yeah um so some of the definitions and all are going to be different than what was passed under new york's um new york's law so that might make things a little more complicated to, to be honest but um the idea behind the federal law is to try to keep things as streamlined as possible. And so um, basically the federal law that was signed in um, by the president last night covers uh, all businesses with less than 500 employees. It has um, paid sick leave, paid family leave, and paid um, and ex expanded UI benefits. So the idea is that it's a, you're supposed to be able to go from one to the other uh, at as and if you need to. And similar to the way New York State's um, law is set up, it is strictly uh, it, it is strictly limited to COVID-19 uh, issues. So the way it works is that you start with the paid sick leave. Uh, you, the bill gives 10 days of paid sick leave to full-time employees. For part-time employees, it's, it's not 10 days, it's basically uh, replacement of wages for, uh, I should say, it's really paid time for the typical number of hours that the part-time worker works. So it should be the same amount of time that they would normally be actually at work. Okay, so if you work uh, 20 hours a week, you know, at the, the um, I don't know, the Dunkin' Donuts retail counter, and now you're not, you, you have no work, um, the, it would replace the 20 hours. So we're talking about the paid sick leave. And so if you're out and, and there are actually um, requirements for what fits as paid sick leave, but yes, it would be the, it would be the paid sick leave for that 20 hours. Yes. Gotcha. And this paid sick leave is going to be in addition to whatever the state or local requirements are. So this is in addition to paid sick leave that's already offered by the employer and in addition to whatever um, is being required by the state. So that's also important. So it's cumulative? Is that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, now, there are two different ways uh, the sick leave works. If you are um, subject to the government quarantine or isolation, if you've been advised by a health provider to self-quarantine, or if you are experiencing symptoms and are currently seeking medical diagnosis for COVID-19, then you get the higher of your regular rate, federal minimum wage or local minimum wage, so whichever is higher of those. If you are home caring for an individual who is subject to a quarantine, if you're caring for a child whose school is closed or daycare is closed, or if you're experiencing conditions that are specified by the US Secretary of Health and Human Services, but haven't actually been seeking medical diagnosis, then you get two thirds of the rate that you would otherwise receive. So it's not a full rate. Okay. Which I know is a little complicated. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully we'll be able to put it, we'll, we'll put a summary of all of this up on our website so people can have a chance to sort of sort through it. But yeah, complicated. Complicated. It is a little complicated. I think the idea being that it's not the same thing to be at home 
if you're not the one who's sick or under the order of being quarantined. So um, it's trying to make it a little easier on companies that might have difficulty doing doing the wage the paid wages. Okay. Now all of that though, it's important to know all of those um, all of those paid sick leave wages are actually a hundred percent refundable through um, your through the employer's quarterly payroll tax credits. So even though the employer is laying that money out to begin with, as you do your quarterly taxes, that money is 100% refundable. Okay, okay, so it, it's, an, it's to encourage employers to keep people on payroll. Correct. Okay. So, so once you finish the um, paid sick leave requirements, uh, paid sick leave, your 10 days of paid sick leave, that's when the paid family medical leave comes in. Um, now, the thing about the paid family medical leave is that is only available to people who are out in order to take care of children who, whose schools are closed or whose daycare is closed and can't work because of that. If you can telework, actually in any of these cases, if you can telework, it doesn't, it doesn't get covered. Right. So. Okay. It sounds like in some ways, maybe that kind of picks up where the New York state law um, doesn't cover for the, okay. in, in terms of the paid, paid family leave. Okay, and so there's nothing, you said there are some UI enhancements as well, is that? Uh, yes, um, so the, the, with the UI, uh, so the Department of, the Federal Department of Labor um, has already issued some regulations saying, that you are eligible for UI under um, a lot of this uh, COVID-19 uh, restriction. What this bill does is it says that you don't have to meet the ABLE available and actively looking test, which is an important test um, for, for UI. And it also extends the unemployment benefits beyond that, 20, that normal 26-week um, unemployment. The other thing that's important about the UI is that um, UI very often, right, you have the waiting period before you can apply, and those yeah. waiting periods have also been waived. At the federal level, okay, that's, yes. that's true. Yes. So, so it doesn't matter what state you're in, um, even though New York has already waived it, if you're in another state that hasn't, you'd be eligible immediately. Correct. Okay. Um, so, Frank, uh, what questions do you yes. want to ask <laughs> I know you have some. Oh. Well, you know, less a question, more a general statement. This is going to make employers' heads explode, um, especially small employers who have never dealt with the FMLA before. Um, New York law requires that should there be federal action, and there was, uh, the employer would have to provide the benefit that's more generous to the employee. So we're dealing with multiple definitions. You, you may have a small employer who has an employee eligible for FMLA all of a sudden, or a, that same employee may not be eligible for FMLA because they're quarantined and the more generous, generous benefit would be the state program. If an employee is staying home to care for a child who's everybody's healthy but the school's closed, now they are an FMLA and paid sick leave uh, federal, subject to federal law. Not only are employers going to be subject to two laws with varying definitions and criteria and eligibility and benefit amounts and caps on benefits and tax credits, and they're going to have to at first make an initial decision as to which law applies. And it's not always going to be that clear. 
Um, I'd argue that the New York, for, for quarantined individuals, clearly the New York law is the most generous. Um, but for the myriad of other situations we're running into, uh, the federal law may be applied, and that is no cakewalk for some of these employees who have never even heard of FMLA, much less uh, have notification requirements and, and all the things that come with that. Um, so this is, this is going to be a challenge for employers as they try to care for their employees. And it's a manageable challenge now, I think, other than the school closing issue, which uh, covers a lot of employees. Um, but if this were to expand or go prolonged, this could be a real administrative nightmare. So let me, let me just ask a question. If you're, um, I'm, I'm trying to pick a, something other than restaurants. So let's say you're a, a law mm -hmm. firm and your lawyers are working <laughs> remotely, but your administrative staff doesn't have that capacity and you're subject to uh, you know, a, a limitation on who can be on site. Um, I, you know, I expect that law firms will not be an exempt category. Um, New York is you know, now basically saying that 50% of all people in, an, in a non-essential business have to work from home. I believe that number is probably gonna change shortly. But um, what do you do if you're, if you're that administrative person, you can't work from home, you're being told not to come in the office, um, how does that work? Are you eligible for anything right. other, other than uh, just your nor normal salary? Is your employer better off saying, uh, go apply for unemployment? I, I'm just trying to sort through this. Uh, I'd argue, and Allison, correct me if I'm wrong, that neither of these would apply to that person. Right. Neither of these federal or state leaves because they're not caring for a, a, a patient. They're not caring for a minor child. You know, they're just out of work and unable to work from home. They're subject to unemployment. Right. Am right. I wrong, Allison? I think. Nope, that, that, is, that is my understanding as well. So what might happen in the real world is these, these furloughed employees all of a sudden are going to maybe find a, family, find a family member or any individual, right, who is a subject of a quarantine or advised by a healthcare provider to self-quarantine. If that's the case, I could claim I'm caring for them and be eligible for the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act at the federal level. Right. Agreed that, there? Yes, that, that is absolutely right. And that, that would cover two thirds of what their normal rate of um, pay is. Yeah. So now you have employees trying to determine which game is best for me. Two thirds of my pay to a maximum of, uh, what is it, $200 a day? Yes, or maximum do I go, go Or do I go apply for unemployment in that case? Um, you know, employees, are going to have a burden on this as well to try to figure out what benefit is best for them. Right. And employers, if someone on someone that works directly for them is subject to quarantine, they also have job protection built in with that, correct? Yes, the, I the think both these yeah. I can't, I was going to say, I can't speak about the New York, um, the, the New York uh, law, but on the federal level, uh, similar to every other kind of use of FMLA, there is job protection built in, assuming that there's, uh, the position is still in existence when, when all of this is over. Okay. So and, where and if, same, same with the, same with the New York law, those are all job protected leave as well. But in your furloughed example, you gave it this law firm, uh, and if they go and apply for unemployment, there's no job protection there. Right. Right. Um, so I, I, I should I, also go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. There is one important thing that I that I didn't mention, and and 
um, you know, could, for example, depending on the size of the law firm, uh, apply in this uh, in terms of from the employer side. There are some exemptions built in uh, if you have fewer than 50 employees, mm -hmm. recognizing that uh, there might be some inability for for businesses that have less than 50 employees to actually be able to even pay out this leave, even if it is reimbursable. Uh, we're not entirely sure how this is going to play out. Uh, we'll, we'll know shortly, but the Secretary of, of Labor on the federal level is going to have to issue regulations. Um, there's 15 days to do that on how to exempt uh, these employers, what, what, that, what that would look like if it actually meet. They're going to regulate on what it would actually look like to say that the business is going to be in jeopardy of, of closing if implemented if implementing these um, these paid leave requirements. So we're still waiting on that a little bit. But I, I did want to point that out because I, I know that especially under 50 employees that that could be a big concern. So if I'm if I'm an employer right now and I'm trying to figure out what to do and I've got you know. A, orders flying at me. You have to have people work from home. Maybe not everyone can work from home. Where do I go to find information or find guidance on what is the best approach? Um, I mean, certainly some of them are going to be concerned that if they just lay people off down the road, that comes back and impacts their experience rating and they're going to have to pay more um, into UI in the future. I, what, what do you, how do you make that decision? Where do you find guidance? Well, obviously the U.S. Chamber and the Business Council, <laughs> but uh, I think both of the laws have educational and outreach components to them, so they're going to be hearing from the Department of Labor, from the U.S. Department of Labor, from the Commissioner of Labor in New York State. Um, they both have, have outreach components built into the law, but you're right, these, some of these smaller businesses are going to struggle getting information to begin with uh, and then complying with some of these difficult uh, rules and regulations. Oh, so I'm just getting an update here that um, they are dropping it to 25% uh, can go in. So basically a 75% work remote order in New York. Um, I believe it starts on Saturday. I don't have confirmation on that. 90-day um, uh, mortgage relief without impact on credit, uh, grace periods, no fees for overdraft. So a whole host of new uh, um, new. Um, I guess, procedures out just now. This is gonna be, these are very challenging times. We're probably gonna to have to do daily updates. Um, I would just encourage anyone who is listening, check out our website, www.bcnys.org, um, or um, the US Chamber's website. I know that there are some dedicated resources there for, um, for businesses struggling to, to navigate all of this. And Allison, I don't know if you wanna, I don't wanna give the wrong website. So if you go to uschamber.com backslash coronavirus, we continue to update that website with resources and guidelines for business uh, as that uh, continues to unfold. I should also say that I, I know folks are probably worried about implementing all of these paid leave uh, proposals and, and what that means for their business. There will be coming, there will be more legislation coming from the federal government to, now that we've shored up, tried to shore up um, Americans so that they don't lose their homes and they don't um, go hungry, which is what this uh, 
what we're calling phase two legislation did. We are now working on phase three legislation to make sure that businesses are also not going bankrupt and that they're not going to fold under all of this. And so uh, I would expect in the next week or, or two to, to see something uh, unfold there. Well, we'll have you back and we can talk about it then. So <laughs> I'm happy to come back. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks, Frank. Um, and uh, I, I guess uh, everyone hang in there. Check out our websites. We're doing everything we can to try and help as we all go through this together. 